0: on. Yeah. Now, we are joined today and really delighted to see Atif Shahad from well, I have to say from the Spice of Life because you're so well known from the Spice of Life but uh, you're a resident in the street of Scarif and you are very welcome and I want to say Ramadan Mubarak to you. Is that the right way to greet somebody during Ramadan?
1: It is. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, yes, it is uh, the right way to say Ramzan Mubarak, it's a,
0: it's a greeting. it is a greeting, yeah. It's <laughs> like a ble- blessed Ramadan yeah. to you. And you know, we really are interested at if in, and I've wanted to ask you this for ages and ages because I suppose it over the years I would work with people in hospitals who were observing Ramadan, you know, and uh made the mistake at times of uh, offering snacks or offering tea or eating in front when somebody was quite hungry. So kind of know a little bit about it. But I think a lot of our listeners, it's probably new to them. This is, this is part of your faith, a part of the Muslim faith, which you observe every single year. T- tell us what Ramadan is,
1: please. It is. Uh, we have one month. Uh, this is called Ramzan Holy Month. And... Uh, Every year we do 30 days Ramzan, 29 days or 30 days. And uh, it's called the month of fasting, month of blessing, uh, month of joys, and uh, you can say month of sacrifice as well. Yes. You have to give up everything, every single thing from uh, sun rising till sun setting.
0: Okay. In Ireland that's a long time because the our sun doesn't go down till late in the evening and rises quite early so it would that be longer here for example than it would be in Pakistan. It is. Yeah, it is
1: yeah. it's uh, longer than Pakistan. Pakistan it has only maybe 13 hours and here we have 16 17 hours. Okay. But still uh weather makes a big difference as well. Oh, does yeah. it? Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. Because the Weather in Ireland is pleasant, and it's uh, not that hot. Pakistan is a bit hot, and uh, it's poor, more, more difficult. I'm but sorry. Uh, still, it's called uh, sacrifice. It tell us about uh, the humanity, how to sacrifice the people who don't have food. And uh, um, a lot of things uh, Ramzan and fasting tell us about the community, how to live together, how to... Uh, eat together when it's uh, when you are taking the fast and when you are opening the fast as well yes sorry
2: can i ask you are you allowed to drink water uh, no we don't
1: no. we are not allowed to do anything
2: that's very hard in a very hot climate isn't it it is it yeah. is it's mm-hmm. very
1: hard but still uh, when you are following a faith then you have to follow everything yes the rules of it mm-hmm.
0: and um does everybody do do children do ramadan no uh,
1: children are uh, exempt from this uh, it's a certain age, in which you can do, like uh, after ten, you you can do after ten, ten year age. This is um, before that you are not allowed. Like you are, you don't need to. So at
0: home you still prepare food for small tr- small yeah, children, of it is, it and is. they get fed and and all it, of that. It is. And then it becomes a choice to uh, as as they progress into I suppose into puberty and into teenage, they it they is. take yeah, it up then. A,
1: and especially, especially I want to tell everyone uh, they it's not allowed to everyone. It's not allowed to, uh, it's not like uh, specified the people who are uh, sick. They oh, yes. uh, they are exempt from this. Okay. And there is certain conditions. If you are uh, one of them, then you can. Exempt like if you from, were diabetic, yeah, you yeah, would, if might if have to. If you are term. diabetic, mm-hmm. if you have uh, conditions, then you are exempt from this okay. as well. And uh, you can pay. Uh, to your um, to poor people for this. Yes. Like, it's a certain amount if for 30 days. If you, uh, let's suppose, a fiver a day or tenner a day, you can uh, give... So is a there donation. an expectation away, that yeah, you
0: would yeah. make a contribution, yeah, a contribution towards the, yeah. the, the, the the church
1: or towards uh, the mosque toward, at the... Toward, towards the poor community. Oh, towards it's a poor community. Poor community. Poor community. Okay. okay. It's not a specifically mosque or church or anything. Yeah. It's... A, kind of organisations uh, who are helping the poor people, okay, yeah. who oh, are right, right. Uh, doing the good deeds to humanity. we can do them as well.
2: Can, can you just give us an idea of what your day in Ireland is like uh, with regard to your eating? You, you, you rise at what time?
1: Uh, we <coughs> are rising at the kind of four o'clock in the morning. Oh. Four o'clock in the morning. To pray. And uh, uh, for fasting. And okay. then after you have uh, time for the prey. Four until uh, half four You can finish eating Kind of, uh, you can say Are there special to five, foods? Yeah, quarter to five we <coughs> have s- At the minute we have Five o'clock is the ma- maximum time <coughs> Till five, four to five you can eat Rising up time, it doesn't matter like, you you
2: Any food, any food any you like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, any mm-hmm. food, whatever you like
1: <coughs> You can eat And then after after five you cannot eat After that, it's uh, 5 o'clock, it's uh, prayer time, you can pray, and then after you can do your routine work. Uh, Actually, if
0: I'm thinking about your life, because I had your life for a while, which is, you know, we had our family had a takeaway, and it's hard work, and it's also late nights. So that's pretty tough. You you must only be in bed a few hours when you get up to eat something before, you know, to start the day, do you? It is,
1: yeah. And uh, you can say, like at... 11, 12 o'clock when you are finishing work and after you have maybe uh, maybe one or two hours for sleeping or three hours and then after you have to get up again and then you have to do the fasting.
0: Yeah, okay. Now tell me about prayer and how, is there is there special times for prayer during the day then? Yeah, um, and are they special to Ramadan? Yeah.
1: Uh, nothing special, it's uh, all over year going on, the, the prayer timings are kind of the same every year. Uh, and every day we have to pray five times a day. Yes. The morning and the uh, start of the day, and then after middle of the day, and uh, sun setting, and then after at the end of the night, we have five times. A and day is it, and,
0: and there are set prayers that you say, are they? They usual yeah. prayers. It and is set, do set. all the family do that? Uh,
1: yes, uh, mostly do. If there is certain conditions and as well. Yeah. For the girls, they have certain, uh, some conditions if they are in that conditions they, they are exempt from okay. them as well yeah but uh, otherwise if you are fit and fine healthy then you have to do that yeah and, and do you uh, go this to is a part d- of the faith as well
0: do you go I, I mean not personally but would you would you your which would, you, would you, most of your family go to the go to the mosque uh, we, we do can... yeah
1: we do it's a uh, it's a bit tough at the minute uh, for us because uh a friday we cannot we can go only one day a friday which is uh, you can say community center in limerick yes we go at the daytime we can make one ma- uh, one mass every friday but okay. uh, otherwise in uh, pakistan we have uh, masks near enough to our homes you can go five times as well and if you want, if you are... Oh, you can really go on other yeah, days uh, as well uh, and not yeah. just... Afraid. No, every day you can go. Every, every day, day. Uh, five times you can go to mosques. Yeah.
0: Is there a big community, uh, Islamic community in Limerick, for example, there, it is, support uh, it's support
1: the mosque. A, it's a, It is a good community, a yeah. big community of Muslim people. Muslim from all over the world, they are gathering in a one uh, community centre or Islamic centers. it's called, or something There various. isn't
0: one in Clare? There isn't any uh, Islamic... It's
1: in... Uh, and we have a small, but uh, mostly I, uh, you I go to Limerick. mostly go to Limerick.
0: Yeah. Now, at the end of Ramadan is a, a feast. It's called Eid? Eid. Is that is Yeah, that we have a
1: big celebration that's uh, uh, called Eid Day. Yeah. And uh, in that day, we do same kind of celebrations that you, you do on Christmas. Like, so we really, have a it's a really gathering. big. It's a big day. Like, you yeah. uh, have all family com- gathered. And a big feast as well. And first of all, we uh, go pray in the morning, and then after you start your day with the joys and greetings, so that's the new a, clothes, and everything. That's I a guess. great celebration. You've everything. come
0: through this time of sacrifice and. I suppose, self-denial and, you know, discipline. Yeah. And then you've got party time, really. It, it, is, is, yeah, it is, It is. it is. What yeah. do you eat for eat? What, what would be traditional it's to eat? Uh,
1: specifically, uh, it's depending where you are from oh, yeah. and what kind of uh, food you like to eat. Like, it's depending any kind what of... What is your family like? like? Yeah, we like mostly uh, lamb curries oh, and uh, biryanis and this kind of stuff, like mostly indian curries are pakistani curries pakistani and indian mostly traditions are same exactly. and the food are mostly same that's why
0: and you make the naan yeah, we uh, for uh, uh,
1: ladies they do at home okay. yeah. We don't cook the yeah. ladies yeah. Yeah, yeah always ladies always well, ladies make bread yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you get it's together with
2: other families or is it just a family celebration do you, do you no no no
1: it's uh, whole community f- uh, celebrations okay. it's depending who is coming to you and who is going to their homes it's, it's depending yes but here, but here now it might be
2: difficult because you just know the community in Limerick do you have many of your family here
1: yeah I have a kind of uh, 12 family member living oh. in Scarif oh, oh very 12. good yeah. Yeah. Uh, before I was living only my own and slow and steady Nearly 16 years, I got them all here. Kind of. that's yeah. wonderful. Scarif, it how, many child, how many children,
0: how many children, are you all, do, are all yours boys? Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah I have three boys. Uh-huh. Three boys yeah. Beca- they're, and, you, and they're big into the hurling. Yeah, they are, they are uh, <laughs> very much in the hurling, they're very much in the sport, they're uh, living in Scarif, they're in the National School in Scarif. they here in well. the school in Scarif, yeah. I'm I'm sure. Sure. It is,
2: mm-hmm. And have they settled?
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are very good. They are well, like, they're very well, Irish settled, these days. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> well into hurling, really. Do Do you they miss
0: cricket? Because cricket was a game uh, that you
1: liked. I uh, personally, I do, but kids don't because oh, they don't I know, know uh, really. They don't. They never played much. Yeah. They love in hurling. They love to play the local games. Really. Yeah. They mostly are in GA in the, yeah. in, the in the field. Can I,
0: Atif, can I ask? You, is it a challenge to be a Muslim? In East Clare or in Ireland, in modern day Ireland? uh, No,
1: it's not the challenge in Ireland, especially, I can say this. uh, And I can say proudly, it's not a challenge to be a Muslim or be any community in Ireland. Because uh, uh, nearly 16 years uh, ago, when I came in Ireland, and uh, from day first till now, I never feel any difference, believe me. This is my home, and I will say this this will be my home in the mm-hmm. future as well and uh, we are do you living miss here.
0: do you miss things about pakistan what do you it miss
1: it is uh, it is when your uh, your parents are living there mm-hmm. and they can come over because uh, this only the things you miss but otherwise it's nothing special you can go back and every year you go once or twice and you can meet and your family can come over yes. i have a big family in england they are coming over we are going through them as well we are going Pakistan. We are coming to here as well. It's good, yeah. it's, good. it's not bad, really. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good, um, good. I was
2: just going to ask you there about... Um, uh, it's, it's gone out of my head now. But uh, the children in cricket. Now, there's no cricket around Scarif, is there, really? Uh,
1: there's no cricket... Uh, uh, yeah, no cricket in Scarif. No cricket around East Clare as well. Mostly, uh, we go to Limerick for pray. Okay. Pray. If uh, my brother is playing still, he's playing... Uh, we had a club in... Uh, we can say uh, it was uh, called Clear Cricket Club. Okay. And uh, it was uh, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. We had a small uh, community who were gathered. Playing. Had so a team is, that how you,
2: is that how you relax? Yeah, it is. Is there it any is other way anything. you can it?
1: Yeah, yeah if we are good in sport and yeah. we, we have... Uh, yeah, you can say it's your passion. Can yeah. we talk
0: about women now? Oh, now. yeah, of course, why not? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So why not? The, w- the women in your life, uh, whom I often I often see, and your your wives and your family, and the and uh, other people's wives, other are they happy and settled here? Do they miss things about home? Is it harder if you're a woman and you're at home and not as much out in the community? Do you think?
1: Not really. I don't mm, think so. They're missing anything because. Still, uh, they are leaving their homes. They are uh, well settled in the community as well. And uh, they have uh, kids, they are raising them. And uh, I don't think so. They uh, miss much. It's, yeah. uh, I will say again it's only the parents you miss them. Yes, and uh, family. that's okay. the only mm-hmm. our family, like mostly close siblings, if you have. But otherwise, you have your family here. You are well settled in, in here as well, okay. wherever you live in. It's a part of community, you can say, now. Yeah. And that's why they don't feel much, really. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think what's brilliant is to see you all back on, to see, because I used to live on the street as Garif, you know, where Emma is It looks. is, yeah. And, uh, and when I was raising my family, and we had, a, we had a takeaway, there was always lots of children on the street and they were playing, and now I see yours and, yeah. and the children yeah. from... And it's just great to see what was a, a, what was a fine store, a shop, now, a lovely house you know, lovely housing—and on, mm-hmm. on the street and bringing families back into the area. So it's very good to it see is, you there. It is, thanks, God, yes. yeah.
1: yeah, I can always uh, proud to be a part of Scarab part of uh, East Kerry community. Believe me. Yeah, it is uh, good to be really
2: good. What, what, when you came first, or can you remember sixteen years ago? What did you feel was the strangest part of being in Ireland, coming from Pakistan?
1: Uh, at that time, uh, you can say you feel alone. That was the only yeah, okay. thing. Like uh, you are only one person living in a different uh, world, you can say. Strange and world. Yeah, strange it, world for you. It yeah, was well. strange for me For at that time when I came in. Uh, we have s- never seen this much uh, outing at nighttime. Oh, and yes. Yeah, yeah. Drinking mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. this yeah. much. Joy on the weekends and this kind of stuff, I we never see. That would be so it's different. It's a totally yeah. different culture. Yeah. We have a totally different culture in back home. But uh, slow and steady, you settle down and you uh, get mixed up and things uh, come to be normal to you as well. Really. Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: And you know everybody. And, and everybody yeah, kind knows of, slow. I know,
1: because it's a long time and uh, uh, I can say uh, this is my home and yeah. you know everyone at home. That's yeah.
2: a great compliment to us I think. It is. Yeah. It is.
1: Yeah. Like uh, thanks God it's a uh, great uh, for me as well like I never feel any uh, strange thing like I never feel I am a stranger I am from a different part of the world or something like this. Well and I hope I that stays. The, yeah, I hope, hope that is, yeah. keeps up hope uh, so, that well. hope yes. for the best yeah.
2: yeah. Carl, will we introduce our next guest? Well I'd love to introduce our yeah. next guest. If she has joined us um uh uh, a few minutes ago, and uh, he was in with us before. Greg, dinner. You are very welcome. Thank you very much, um, Greg. You uh, originally, uh, well, you were brought up in Colorado. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, but your family did not originate there, I think, did they?
3: Uh, well, my f- it depend- grandparents and further generations back did not originate there. My yeah. own parents, my own family did, uh, but my uh, family would have come from. Poland and Russia and uh, Germany a little bit yeah. and Central Europe.
2: Yeah. So y- y- your faith is is Judaism, isn't it is, that correct? Yes, yes. So can you tell us a little bit about that and growing up with it? And yeah, sure.
3: Um, but <clears throat> first of all, Ramadan Mubarak. Thank you. Ram- Happy uh, Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah. Um, so yes, I grew up uh, in a quite a liberal Jewish environment. Um, although my grandparents would have been much more conservative and much more observant. Um, And the community where I grew up in Denver, uh, I mean, I did go to religious school on Saturdays, I was bar mitzvahed, I was confirmed, um, but we were very liberal in my upbringing and my generation, which is the generation of the 60s and 70s. For my parents and my grandparents, as I say, it was much more conservative, much more observant, both in terms of prayer and going to the synagogue and in terms of their traditions, and in terms of their background. Mm-hmm. So they would have been much more religious, religiously Jewish, yes. certainly, than yes. I am. Yeah. Uh, culturally, no. they I mean, we are all cultural Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the background, um, I mean, I, I know stories, and I spend a lot of time with grandparents on holidays, such as Passover, which is happening, just about to happen now. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of prayer, um, by the time I reached 14, I was... <laughs> in a state school and moving on in the yes, state yeah, world. Yeah, sure. In yeah. uh, a yeah. parochial
2: world, yeah. So uh, do you observe any of the cultural well, no? Uh
3: My mother-in-law, who's Irish, yeah. um, used to say, uh, I think it's not such, uh, we'd say now it isn't so kosher. She used to say my sense of humor was reminded her of Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, culturally, yes, in terms of, uh, you know, I would argue that a sense of humor and food is really important about being Jewish. Sure. <laughs> in terms of holidays, in terms of observance of Jewish traditions, uh, not so much here okay. because it's harder here, yeah. but if I'm back in Colorado or particularly in the United States with family over a holiday for weddings, funerals, um, any, any kind of observant uh, festivals then yes uh, we're somewhat observant yeah. and certainly I can recite prayers and tell you stories. I do, do you
0: light candles on a Friday night do you do not here that? No, yeah, in, in Denver we would yeah. Um, yeah
3: and when my parents were alive when I was back I would For sure. but I've been away a long time and yeah. um, most of my peers here and in the UK my family here, mm-hmm. in-laws, uh, hardly are observant Jews. So it's yeah. a little bit harder. Yeah. We
0: don't have a great track record in Ireland with, you know, um, you know, like there were the pogroms in Limerick and, yeah. and, you know, with the Jewish community. Because there was a vibrant Jewish yeah. community yes, it here. Uh-huh. Yes, there was. Which is, which is, there's very few Jewish people living here now. That's correct. And that's a shame.
3: Um, when I, I mean, I've been coming to Ireland now for, for about 45 years When I first started coming to Ireland, uh, it was very different, and I was very, I was very isolated. I was very aware of my background, which was, you know, I did encounter things that were a little different. Now, I mean, I I meet people from all over the world, um, all different kinds of cultural backgrounds, and it's there's, I mean, there's anti-Semitism anywhere, but it's not like it was. When I first started coming mm-hmm. here, people are much more tolerant now. Yeah. Um, there are immigrant communities here from all over the world, partic- you know, from Pakistan, mm-hmm. yes, from yeah, North yeah. Africa, yeah. Um, r- refugee cultures coming in. And so people like me are, are much more in the norm now yeah, than yes. they would have been when I first started coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little different now. Do you yeah.
2: find, Greg, that as you grow older, you miss those culture things that, that were part of your youth? Do you feel yourself drawn back to them?
3: Uh, Not drawn back to them so much as as very aware of them. Um, And drawn back for a variety of reasons. Maybe maybe that's not true. Maybe I am drawn back Mm -hmm. a little bit. I've been an expatriate now for more than I've been a patriot, more than I've been in the United States. I've been gone a long time. And I find that, um, and particularly when my parents were still alive, my father passed away a few years ago, you were drawn back for reasons of family, and that included some aspects of religion. And I'm much more conscious, much more thinking about both parents and grandparents these days, again, for a variety of reasons. So I am drawn back to to family events, and family events are often tied to religious events. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and certain holidays, Passover being one of them, which is a big family event. Which, starts next, food, Friday, which starts next Friday, I think. Which starts next Friday. I'd be drawn back to, I don't go back very okay. often.
0: Okay, tell us what happens at Passover. And it just generally, I'm, I'm just so into food, yeah. I love to know what people eat.
3: <laughs> well, is a big food, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> unquestionably. Yeah. Passover, um, like Ramadan, like Easter, is a very important holiday. It isn't the most religious in terms of prayer holiday, but it's probably the most important holiday because it does have to do with family. And when I was growing up, and it's still the way it's celebrated, it uh, goes over generally two nights um, or two days and nights, and you will go to the synagogue a bit, perhaps to pray. But it's really centered around family getting together and praying in the household. There is a special prayer book that comes in just for the holiday and families get together to, to go through this prayer book at the same time as they eat. So there is a central food platter, if I can put it that way, uh, uh, symbolic of different aspects of what the holiday is in the, on the table and prayers are said while it's discussed what each of these symbols means. Um, Passover celebrates the uh, leaving of the Jews from Egypt, uh, the mm-hmm. Exodus. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's really, a, a st- it's, it's storytelling, which is my world, the story of, passed from generation to generation, the story of leaving Egypt, the plagues that are brought upon the Pharaoh, being able to leave Egypt, and finding the promised land, which by story Moses was not allowed to go into, but the Jewish people did go into. And so it has huge significance in Jewish history, and Jewish storytelling, and in Jewish culture. And the way it's celebrated, and we would always celebrate it, is on those two evenings, usually you go to a different grandparent's, and um, you read that particular liturgy, which is called the Haggadah. Um, the st- and it's basically the story of the exodus that is, is told. Uh-huh. Um, and there are questions that are asked about the really the symbols, the center of which is matzah, which people may have heard of. And very often it's the youngest child asking the eldest person there, the grandparent, what is the meaning of all this, and it is explained. So it's very much a family about holiday. It's very much about, then after these prayers are said about eating, feasts are great, um, and food is great, and it's very, very much
2: about family. And will Um, you celebrate it? This year, will I celebrate
3: this year? No, no, no. Um, it's Annie and myself, and I'm actually traveling this year. Yes. Yeah.
2: So. You, you said there a minute ago that it's not the most religious ceremony. That's correct. F- what is the most religious ceremony? For uh, you? Yom
3: Kippur. Oh, well, the most religious Yom Kippur, which yeah. is in the autumn, On, yeah. and that's very religious. It's it's a day of atonement. Yeah. Um, so it's it's you know atoning for one's sins, mm-hmm. and it is a very religious holiday in the synagogue. Yeah. Passover is religious, but it's really about storytelling and family. So it's a it's An a celebration, celebration. yes, yeah. yeah, a commemoration it of is, the event.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is
0: is lamb a big feature of, of a Passover dinner? What what would be the main?
3: So in on the seder plate there are six or seven, depending on which family symbols. Yeah, and on one of those symbols is a lamb shank. Oh yeah. So and mm. a lamb shank, uh, it represents the the the. The sacrifice that Jews made. So, lambs were sacrificed when they started on their travels um, over the Red Sea and then into Sinai. Um, So, lamb in that way is a symbol of one of the symbols on the Seder plate. In terms of eating lamb, it depends on which family. Um, we all usually had chicken, as I recall, for the main course. Yeah. Um, some families have lamb. It isn't, yeah. and it, it depends if you come from Israel. It depends of course. What you have? Yeah. It's usually a feast. But lots of nice
0: no, lots of nice cooking goes oh, lots on. Lots of
3: nice cooking. <laughs> yeah. yes, cooking was important, always <laughs> is. Very, very good.
1: I have a small question to you. Uh, what about the halal food in a uh, uh, Jews? They have, yeah, yeah. What is that? Can you explain small little to me as well? Like, uh, I don't know about... So,
3: kosher food, and there's kosher for Passover, is not dissimilar to halal. It has to be blessed by, in our case, a rabbi. And it's it really centers on meat and what you mix with, with meats. Um, you don't mix dairy with meat. In terms of meat itself, it's how you bleed the animal, which mm-hmm. is same with halal so it has to do with blessing the meat and it has to do with certain observances for hygiene of of the way something was butchered butchering in terms of meat and it prepared so that you're not mixing dairy with meat yeah these really come from uh, biblical laws that actually do with hygiene and uh, foods from the middle east so you had to follow certain observances so nobody got ill and in a way that's why it's handed down but it it took on religious significance Mm -hmm. as well yeah so for passover certain foods will be kosher for passover it has it goes through a different prayer system but the process of uh both uh creating the the foods and 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 the butchering of the meats it's very similar to halal. It's done by special butchers or s- people who yes, are trained, trained to do in this. this. Yes. Uh, in the case of meats. And then it's overseen, overseen by a rabbi for prayers and such. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. How it it's
0: funny so. to, as well how kosher became... In slang, you know that we 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 now say things like "it's not kosher." It's, it's not, not kosher, kosher. Yes. you know, and it's it's, <laughs> it's that's really it's, coming to the language. It's isn't it? still a joke with us. Um, yeah. that's not kosher. Yeah, and,
3: uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of things that aren't kosher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, my grandparents. Who were very observant kept kosher, Yeah. which means that the foods they eat would only be kosher foods, yes. having been blessed by mm-hmm. a rabbi. Mm-hmm. If it's meat, and fish, that would and be so down something.
0: to salt. It would be down to everything yes, it would. and cooking. It, and, and, and
3: it also went down to there were two sets of plates and forks oh, and oh, all right. the silverware okay. because you don't mix meats see, and yes, dairy. Yeah. Yeah. So everything in the house yeah. was kosher. And, and shellfish absurd. is not allowed. Yeah. Is that shellfish right? is not allowed. Yeah. And pork and pork is not allowed. And again, these. If, if you talk to a rabbi, these go back. It's less about, well, now it's religious, but it goes back to hygiene. Yes, Those and, being in the and how they were viewed. And how they were viewed. Yeah. So shellfish, you don't eat shellfish in a hot environment. We have to be careful here about eating. Yeah. You know, well, now and that, it's flown in. That made sense. But um, that's what it's about. Yeah. Pork was the same. Pork was not as hygienic. So it really goes back to culinary laws to keep you
2: safe, but then
3: it was written into the Bible and took on religious significance. Can
2: can I change uh, the sub? Mm. Well, not the subject, but you've written a book recently, uh, Greg, and you were in here talking about it, and the launch is on the twenty-first in the library. I think. That's correct. And uh, that kind of brought you back to your Jewish roots in a a big way, didn't it? It did, yes. Yeah.
3: Um, I'm going to answer that, and I'm going to change direction a little bit Uh, in in a couple of ways. Um, Both of us, we are immigrants here. We are exiles to some degree. We're certainly expatriates, whether we go back or not. Ireland has a history of that and um, has always made us very welcome, no question. And I've always felt welcome here and comfortable here. Um, and the reason I, I, I bring that up in, in the question you asked is, the book that's coming out is set mostly in Warsaw, um, certainly mostly in Poland, and um, the way I want to turn it is right now events that are happening in the world, particularly oh, yeah, Ukraine, range. are deeply, deeply affecting me because where my grandfather came from, my grandfather used to say, when you say, where did you come from? it was. Poland, and then it was Russia, and then it was Poland. It was never anywhere, because the boundaries didn't exist. He, in fact, came That's from true. a little village uh, just outside of Lviv. Oh, and, my goodness. Um, most of so my So actually
0: p- within the present Now it's Ukraine. Ukraine. And Your and grandfather. Mo- my, my grandfather. Goodness, now, yes. most
3: Jews, or, or Central European Jews, Ashkenazi Jews, mm-hmm. come from a crescent that stretches, it, 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 it comes from Lithuania, um, to into Poland. it's a crescent called Vilnaskabernia. It's that whole area of Lithuania, Ukraine, Belarus uh, into Poland where a lot of the Jews came from And what's happening there now per- particularly at the moment with Passover coming on is that people are being forced to leave they are going into exile yeah um, they are leaving what is the Pharaoh has come in and so I'm deeply, involved with if, 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 if what's going on Affected there. It's deeply affecting it. me, yeah. and the book, which takes place mostly in the Warsaw ghetto, has made that even stronger, even more come to the yes. fore. Yeah. And the reason I bring it up is you see, I mean, I see it in Scarif. There are people from all over the world, people of all colors and backgrounds and religions, there's about to be a new immigrant culture coming in here. There are a lot of Ukrainians coming yes, here. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this, I would say if you see people who are coming in, whether they're from, whether they're Uyghurs or they're from Syria or Afghanis or Pakistan and now Ukraine, um, reach out a hand and greet these people. Absolutely. Um, help these people because the book you ask about deals with what it's like when these worlds are destroyed. Mm -hmm. And um, I have to say, and I'll talk a little bit about it at the launch you mentioned, um, I've seen a lot of images of what the Warsaw Ghetto looked like, what Warsaw looked like. The book is is being released in paperback on the 19th of April. That is the anniversary of the beginning of what is known as the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, which lasted for one month. At the end of that month, if you look at the pictures of the Warsaw Ghetto, there is nothing. There is literally nothing. It has been totally destroyed except for parts of one church. That's it. And why I bring it up is the pictures look a lot like Mariupol. Yes. Oh. Um, and, so, and they've created a
0: guest show in Mariupol.
3: And they have. Yeah. And so I ask and tell people, be aware of people coming yes, in here, actually. particularly right now. Not just Ukrainians, but people all over the world mm-hmm. who've come to he- come to this country because this country offers a bit of refuge, yeah. particularly now.
0: And Greg, I think as well, you make a very good point, because the people who we are will see, and mm. we'll see them in, in Ennis, we'll see them in. Yep. I know there's a lot of Ukrainians in West Clare, mm-hmm. and we hope we'll have some yes. in East Clare, i There sure. are some in yes. Flag Mount. As uh, yeah. Yes. So yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll want to welcome them. The difference between you choosing to leave Pakistan, you choosing to leave America, whatever, and you are em- immigrants, is these people are traumatized coming yes, here. And, yes, and they w- are. we don't have any experience of that, but at the same time, reaching out a hand is is probably all that's needed
3: initially. I'm involved with a Ukrainian family who made it to Ennis, and I got involved with them in a very roundabout way. I've been talking to because I come out of film and TV with a young director who can't leave or can leave Ukraine, but she won't because her parents will not leave Lviv. She put me in touch with this family. I wasn't able to help them a lot, but I said if you, they wanted to come to Ireland, they actually bought. Uh, plane tickets here, and they ended up in Ennis. They've been housed in a hotel there. Woman and two children. The woman does not speak English. The two children, the eldest boy does, he's 15, so I work with them through him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they have been traumatized, and it was very interesting, her biggest concern, having lived in, been stuck in a cellar, until they could leave with nothing but backpacks, all she wanted to know All she wanted my help for was, how does she get her children into school? How does she bring back education? They are in schools now. And it's really interesting because where she's coming from is that family Is the most important thing and what I hope all people remember whatever country you're from and I don't care again you're from Pakistan you're from the United States you're from Syria or Afghanistan people just want to protect their families Uh and just want to see their families survive and prosper to grow up their children grow up the images we're seeing right now are horrible the holidays you're here to celebrate really they're about community and they are about family and I hope people don't ever forget that. Yeah. They're just people like us. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I actually have to say at this point that we were to be joined for this discussion by Father Darius, who is, who, is, who is a, a, pre, a priest in Bodeich oh, and yeah. and he's sick. And we wish you well if you're listening, Father Darius. And we were very interested in hearing your view mm-hmm. on um, being Polish and living in the yeah. area and also, uh, we we hope to see you'll come in again soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. just to say that that was part, that was part of the the plan for today. Greg, the the name of the book now and the book launch, the details of do sure. you want to give that out?
3: Uh, so the name of the book is a requiem for Hania, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a launch in Dublin on the 20th, and then we're here at, on the 21st at the library. Yes. anybody is welcome. And uh, will there be
0: books for sale that night? uh,
3: I have some. Yes, not a huge amount because I have to bring them in the printers in the UK. Welcome to the world of Brexit. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a problem. However, the book, if I don't have copies, can be ordered from O'Mahony's, from bookshops, Mm. online booksellers. uh, However, anybody wants to get. them. And it's in
2: the evening in the library, isn't it? It's six thirty. Yeah, six thirty in the evening. Yeah,
3: Um, and I'll show it. There's a short video to show. And then I'll talk about the story and how it came about. And the Irish connection. There is an Irish connection. Um, Best of luck with that. Do either of you
2: wish to say anything here now before we finish up? And it's wonderful to have you both here, really, I must say. Uh,
1: Thank you very much. I will say only uh, it's a big uh, appreciation for all of us to mix in a community, live in a community and uh, welcome community. Like uh, it's always a welcoming environment. In Ireland, it's good to we'll, hear. and uh, we will say uh, this is a bad time on Ukraine, and uh, yeah. we'll say over uh, best wishes to uh, all of them. And if they are coming to Ireland, wherever they need us, we will be there for them yeah. as well.
2: And that's wonderful. As, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that's and great. all Muslim community they are uh, all together and they always helpful for to everyone. And especially when you are living in East Clare or uh, any part of the world, wherever. Mm, you are needed, you will be there. And yes. we are one of them. And I think
0: well. it is a place of safety, you it know. Is. I it think is. that's it important God, yeah. to, when you talk about refuge, you yeah. know yeah. that we hope that we will be able to offer a place and of safety yeah, to people. The yes. first
3: thing I said to this family and to others coming in, you're safe here. Yeah. You're right. People are really decent here. Um, I've been made to feel very welcome uh, for 45 years. And uh, it's a lovely community. East Clare is a lovely community. It's yeah. great fun. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, very comfortable here. But
0: we are all mm. so blessed by the people who've come into yes, our, come into our, our community and, and so offered so, our our yeah. uh, so much. Yes, yeah, so yeah. much.
2: Yeah. Do you want to say anything else, Greg?
3: Not really. I'd reiterate, thank you very, thank you for having us. And uh, you know, this community is a very kind, welcoming community. We've I've been very comfortable here since I've moved here mm-hmm. seven years ago from the UK. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's. I mean these people who are coming in these are my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. yeah. there's no doubt about it and yeah. we are expats but we've been made to feel at home here um and i would wish everyone a happy passover i'd wish everyone uh, ramadan mubarak a happy easter um and you know just remember that we're all part of this same family um, yeah. and we feel very welcome here
1: yeah, yeah. i'll say a happy easter to everyone and uh, Mm, happy holidays as well to yeah. everyone who and is we,
2: celebrating. we, 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 we stay we we the yeah. same. same thing. And yeah. thank you so much, it's both of you, for coming in. Thank you very yeah. much. For and for enriching our us. morning.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, civilian. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thank, thanks. You. thank it. you.
1: Thanks.